Hello, welcome. Hello. Good evening. Good evening. But it will it will not afternoon? be evening. Good afternoon. afternoon. Oh, Good one. It's messed me up. <laughs> <laughs> hey, how's everybody doing? Uh, we love you. Welcome, welcome, welcome. You know what I don't have? Your computer? I don't have my computer. What are we gonna do? Uh, yeah. Talk and pretend. Pretend. Look, it's air computer, like it's air guitar. It's the ever typed in my life. <laughs> You're doing perfect, too. Like Rosetta Stone would be so excited. <laughs> we just welcome you. <laughs> Gracious. We welcome you. Go ahead and share this. It's going to be awesome. Planted and flourishing. Whoop, whoop. Planted and flourishing. We just welcome you uh, today, and we praise God for you. It's going to be awesome. What? Amen. 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 <laughs> I'm not part of this joke, but I decided to become part of this joke right there. That store? That store. That store. So what? <laughs> <laughs> Welcome. <laughs> hey. Hey, guys. I can't, Take two. I can't see who's coming online today, so. It's true. I'm sorry. We can pretend. We love you all. Jade's there. For real. Pastor Nicole's watching. <laughs> In yeah. pretend world, George is watching Priscilla's too. Priscilla's here. <laughs> Hello. George's pretend Facebook account is great. He has so many friends. <laughs> Not if he's got a cup hat on. Ashley, Miss Natalie. Hey, good to see you, Miss Natalie. <laughs> Those are valid. Yeah. Holly's on. Holly's on. Holly. Hey. Hey, Jade. Jade. Hey, Jade. <laughs> Our imaginary friends. <laughs> have the computer here. And they said you grow out of this stage. Nope. I forgot. I was going to look at some. Oh, yeah. I know what I'm looking at. <laughs> the air? I put the air on. I know. It just feels, feels warm in here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it could always get colder. I have no problem with that. I was in 90 degree heat Paul day, wears so. shorts in, like, freezing winter. That's true. It's t-shirts and shorts. Yep. In very cold temperatures. Yeah. There'd 30 degrees, snow on the ground, shorts and short sleeve shirt. Like part of me felt like maternal instincts for Paul. <laughs> and, be, and I would ask him, where are your pants, sir? Like go find longer, warmer sweatpants, like something. <laughs> Jade has a picture of me standing in <laughs> shin like deep snow. Get out. And shorts <laughs> and a short sleeve shirt. Mm -mm. How long were you out there? Probably like an hour playing with Scarlet Snow. In shorts. Yep. Pastor Nicole well, somewhere. You can do that. You can do that in North Carolina because Accurate. like you can have snow in the morning and seventy degrees in the evening. So Beach I, time. I mean that literally happened. We just can't a few hit weeks all ago. four seasons in a day. It, it literally <laughs> happened. I saw a I saw a meme of somebody and literally he was in the shade up next to the fence and there was snow there. He had on his winter coat here and then the shade stopped and it was like green grass and he had shorts up there. It was great. It's awesome. Your son gets very excited with that weather because he gets to experience the best of everything. Yeah. <laughs> I have not had a good snow in several years because last year was a good snow mm -hmm. here and Were you gone? I was gone. And I didn't you? get to play with the kids in it. I think I was in Texas. So. I'm one of the ones oh, yeah. that takes the vehicles out in place. Yeah. Yeah. I, I remember like Scarlett was only like a year old and she was in her car seat when I had my Tahoe. Yeah. And we were in the parking lot doing donuts and she's like <laughs> smiling from ear to ear. Now she's scared to do it now. At six years old, she's scared. But at one year old, it was amazing. Yeah. 
so this has nothing to do with anything, but Abby and I realized. Are you changing the topic? Because that was a good topic. Okay, so. <laughs> <laughs> Abby so, and tacos. Ab <laughs> no, but your daughter today, or sometime, she puts, today, <laughs> she put her box of tacos on the altar. At, like she was done, to, but she put them on the altar and she turns around and she goes, maybe I'm believing for a harvest. So I have a picture of her literally kneeling beside her Taco Bell tacos, like expecting a harvest from God. So that's Abigail. But when Abby and I were doing a truth talk, what do you people call the... You, you people. You people. What do you mean you people? Southern people. You, you, who you talking about? You talk. What you mean you people? What do you call the little, the cans with the little sausages in them that starts with a V? What do you call them? Vienna sausage. Vienna sausages. What do you call them? Vienna sausage? That's how it's pronounced. We looked it up today. No. That's cause you're, we listened to it. That's because you're from Maine and you're close to Canada. No, no, no. And y'all like to pronunciate your A's. Miriam Webster pronounces it Vienna. Well, she's not from North Carolina. She's not from North Carolina. But no, I didn't realize that that was a I northern southern. I feel southern. pretty certain that Miriam is the last name of one guy. And Webster <laughs> another guy. That makes so me want to name a child don't believe Miriam anything Webster. she says. She <laughs> blends things together. Oh, this is going to be a good one. Two half we are so glad you're truth. here. Share and share alike. Ugh. Which side do you fall on? Vienna or Vienna? Let us know. It's important. We can make t-shirts. do it like well, you just buying. Is it Vienna. syrup or syrup? Both. Well, it's syrup. Syrup. That's how I've always said it. But I'll say syrup like if I'm saying it quickly. This is a bad game. <laughs> I'm on the losing end of this because Coming I'm between y'all. Coming from the person that <laughs> would go to Canada to get french fries and gravy. Okay, poutine is amazing. <laughs> Don't judge it. No. It's so good. Have you ever had poutine? That doesn't sound like something I want to have. Exactly. exactly. Y'all don't even know. If you came up to, a, if you were in a restaurant in the South and somebody came up and said, would you like some poutine? You're going like, to get smacked. Yeah. <laughs> like, what'd you say? What'd you call yeah. me? We're mature up North is what it is. Yeah. Yeah, that's what. Sure. Yeah, you have food called poutine. That sounds good. <laughs> Canadians have food called poutine. We just reaped the Well, that's where you went to have fun, though, because there's nothing fun in Maine. There are plenty of trees and moose to ride around in the trees. <laughs> oh, man. Wow. Well, that's what I bring to the table today, y'all. I, I do have to say, in terms of changing topics... That was a good that was job well done. Yeah. Thanks. We didn't go down. Well, well that's, that, we could have gone down. <laughs> Maybe that was a dip, but it was a fun dip while we were there. Yes. Yeah, so, uh, while we were there. That's Pastor's gracious way of being like, we're done with this one now. <laughs> Next. <laughs> take three. People are like, can I take that share back? <laughs> no, I believe you know, in you. Canadians you know what I want to do? This is what I want to do. Whoever shares this today, they get their, they get put in a drawing. So what are we going to give away? Poutine. No. Poutine. What's poutine? What is you it can't called? even say <laughs> it. Because it's not a word. <laughs> if it's Abigail, she'll want like Taco Bell gift card. I know. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's true. Chick-fil-A. Chick-fil-A is a big thing around here right now. Everybody loves Chick-fil-A. Let's do it's it. It's God's chicken. So it is. whoever shares it, they get put into a drawing. 
and we'll announce it, who wins it. So anybody who shares, we'll collect that name. But how many days, like within 24 hours? Yeah. So from Wednesday at noon to Thursday at noon, whoever's name is has shared it by Thursday at noon, we'll put those in the drawing and we'll choose. Can I get in the drawing? Uh, no. <laughs> but I love Chick-fil-A. <laughs> we'll go to Chick-fil-A. But I breakfast. like that. was like, like Oliver's yeah, right, right there. I know where Oliver gets it. <laughs> we like food. But, but I like Chick-fil-A. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> Mommy, I hold you. <laughs> That's what Ollie does anytime he hold sees you, Jade. Hold, hold you. you. He was not happy today. <laughs> he had his preschool performance. He was supposed to sing. Oh, this is so funny. Dad came out at him. That age, he wasn't amused by those songs. So this is what you got. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody's doing their hand claps and their marches and Oliver's. Standing strong. He's up front. Yep. And he's standing strong. And then every once in a while, he looks at his best friend, Wes. He'd like start marching, and Oliver look at him like, what are you doing? <laughs> Thought you was my friend. We're supposed to stand strong. <laughs> Don't bend. <laughs> That's good stuff. Uh, so, $20. Reel really it back in. Reel really it back in. $20 gift card. Sure. To Chick-fil-A oh, sure. for whoever shares it. So share, share, share. We got to remind them share your Chick -fil -A. for people who come on at different <laughs> times. So Maybe Chick-fil-A will sponsor us now. Hey, Abby and I are petitioning oh, for Taco Bell. No. We'll get Chick-fil-A for this one, Taco Bell for Truth Talk, <laughs> and we'll just get all the Lord's food. All the I don't Lord's know if Taco food. Bell's yeah. Lord's food. No, no, no. Okay, so Teddy, <laughs> Teddy, I'm sorry, I got really excited. Teddy today. Felt like I was going to get shared, hit. Get excited. <laughs> Teddy today shared uh, a thing. I don't think this is Lord's food. <laughs> <laughs> How dare you? I was going to come in upset. <laughs> Teddy today Hulk shared, smash. like, don't tell me God doesn't answer prayers. And there's a Taco Bell-themed hotel that's created now. Like, it's Taco Bell food, Taco, like, Taco Bell everything. Is your blank, does your blanket look like a taco? If it doesn't, then they missed the boat. It looks like a burrito, burrito where you wrap up in it. <laughs> I was going to say, they had burrito blankets. So, wow. if Chick-fil-A, if you opened a hotel, then you can let us You would as well. beat Taco Bell, for sure. Chick-fil-A over it Taco Bell all day. It says to touch not the Lord's anointed. I don't know if that counts for Chick-fil-A, I'm pretty though. sure they sell chick I'm pretty sure they like, chick Chick-fil-A Taco Bell versus Chick-fil-A. Like, I'm pretty sure when we get to heaven, there's going to be a Chick-fil-A at the gate. I, I, mm. I feel like the Lord loves me, and he sure loves Abigail, so we're going to have Taco Bell. And I'm pretty sure I've heard Stephen say this, Peter too. will have a little awning like they do. Yep. Here. <laughs> Here's your Chick-fil-A we'll sandwich. Take your payment of crowns at the next gate. <laughs> so make sure you're wise and win souls. <laughs> or no Chick-fil-A for you. great chicken sandwich waiting for you. don't you. want to get up there and say... <laughs> I really would love to have one of those Chick-fil-A I don't want one. No. I almost brought up like the fast food I wouldn't want in heaven, but I realized that's the wrong way to oh, take the direction. Goodness. See, we were having a good conversation. We Barry. were. We just kind of. I was thinking of what other fa I want Taco Bell in heaven, too. Like, imagine no. what God will do if he touches Taco Bell. Like, if you, the amazing no, tacos that'll come. No, food that makes, no, food yeah. that 20 minutes later, no. Abby saves her food and eats it in the morning. 
She does. She ha she'll have you burritos for breakfast. You don't reheat taco. Like, <laughs> no, taco. they don't reheat them. They just eat them. Nicole does that, too. <laughs> what? Pizza, tacos. They'll just be like. But taco meat, like, cold gets, like, the grease on it, like, hardened, like, turns white. And... Look, it's there when it's hot, too. That's <laughs> but, why it does But when it you when look at cold. it, it looks different. It's like. <laughs> you don't it's look appetizing anymore. They don't look at it. And it's mystery meat. They don't look at it. Now, cold pizza is way better than hot pizza. Like, that's where I'll always stay. Cold pizza for breakfast is great. If it's got great. good sauce. If it doesn't have and enough sauce on it. That's why Papa John's is good. Yeah. Mm. Mm. <laughs> you swivel right on around. You turn your back. I'm so glad your chair swivels. Me too. I'm so glad happy. when I swiveled it didn't fall. Yeah. <laughs> I'm taking good... We'll take... <laughs> Go to <laughs> donate. Whoever donates the most. I'll rig will. it. I'll rig it. I'll saw it. <laughs> I will saw it. <laughs> You'll get one cut for $10. One. Every $10 gets another cut. And we'll see how many weeks Paul can make it. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> Hey, I, I see make, the love. Make I Paul feel the fall love. for the gospel. <laughs> you don't have to do that. Trust me, I'm a face fall, first faller. Fall for the gospel. I fall all the time. <laughs> this is my new favorite. 90% of the time, <laughs> the ushers don't know which way to catch me. Oh, goodness gracious. And sometimes they try to catch me and I take two of them with me. Yeah, well, <laughs> I was going to say, but we're not talking about like, uh, you know, three stooges comedy but it kind of <laughs> is when we pray for people sometimes <laughs> which way are they I told going? you I'm really gonna I'm really gonna come up with the thing where you, a pillow is strapped to the forehead <laughs> like, there's a lot of people that need this I am one of those that need those like, <laughs> oh Levi goodness. is beginning to <laughs> become one of those that he, needs it he'll, he falls forward Barrett needs it it's true. I'm telling you, I don't remember who he was catching, but one of the funniest things, I was sitting over here, and uh, Justin was catching somebody. Yes. Was it Was It, it was you? Paul. It was that, Paul. When I cut him for a flip. Oh, my goodness. He caught him, and oh. his, the momentum going backwards was so, so powerful. <laughs> Justin went rolling like this. I rewatched it like up. ten times. It's so funny. You see the we shoes go up above. That. We need to cut that clip. It's so funny because you so, see what camera. day it is? Do you know what day it's it is? It's Kickstart, right? Kickstart. Was it? No, I don't think it was Kickstart. Was it, it was, Dr. Richard? Yeah. If you find it, I'll I'll take that video and we'll cut it out because oh, that I was think, funny. I think Pastor Nicole clipped it and shared it to me and Jade on Voxer. Oh, I definitely sure did. Like, pretty sure it's there. Yeah. yeah. So, Keith, oh, so here's funny. a pointer for, for those out there that usher. If you are smaller than the guy you are catching, <laughs> do not put your hand in their armpit when they go down because they will cut you for a flip. Momentum goes. Like, the, it's the funniest video ever because the camera's like just panning to them. And like, Paul, you see Paul go, and then all of a sudden, all you see is like Justin's feet up in the air. Like, it's the best. It was in that moment that I decided I wanted to enhance Paul's invention of like the helmet for falling, and I wanted to put a GoPro on it so that you could catch it from different angles. Like, that's that's Im another. Imagine we can put the GoPro in the pillow, dude. Whoa. That way, the GoPro it has production; it doesn't get busted when you fall face first. Imagine the types of videos we could then like oh, broadcast that would be some to good ones. <laughs> extreme. We would have to start taking extreme them to the... ushering sports. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> We'd have to take them to the different minister conferences that we go to. <laughs> this could be yours for the low, low price of $29.99. <laughs> you do three payments of 10. <laughs> Conference headgear. Dot <laughs> <laughs> com. Oh, my gracious. Conference headgear. I'm, I'm done. I know some people that already be ready to buy one. <laughs> and it's totally Holy Ghost. Like, Paul doesn't have permanent rug burn on his forehead. Yes. Like, yes. It, it really is. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I can't say much. But Who was it that night that prayed for me? And I, I went out of the chair face first into the floor. Like, I was trying not to because I knew what was going to happen. And then my wife, my loving wife, all she did was just casually moved her feet. That might have been Pastor Tracy. She let me go. I was going toward the knee. And she just moved the legs and feet and just let me <laughs> right to the floor. I had a youth once. I but was you at, were okay. Oh, I was good. I got up no red mark at all. <laughs> I had a youth once. It was after it was after Pastor Tracy. And I, like, the joy of the Lord hit me. And I'm laughing so hard. I couldn't sit up straight. And I ended up falling over into this youth's lap. And she held me for a while. But, like, after 10 minutes, she, she's like, you know what? The Lord will help her. And she just let go and let me fall face first on the ground and got up and walked hey. off. I'm like, what you doing? Like, Some, protect the anointing, whatever. Sometimes <laughs> you got to do that. I did it in the Philippines. <laughs> Mom, two kids, and a husband. Only person catching. Mom and two you, kids had you priority. Were the, you were the only one catching. Mom and kids had priority. <laughs> Dad went Women to the ground. Women and children first. Exactly. Dad, good luck. I heard the head thump better, off the concrete. But you, you know what? Pray. The Lord was ministering to him, so he's going to throw some healing right on top of it while he was down there. <laughs> he got up. He didn't have a, He wasn't splitting the back on the concrete. Ushering he was good. 101. <laughs> Brace yourself. Hey, but I'm just saying, who else out there has caught three at once? Yeah. <laughs> How tall were they? This guy. How much did they weigh? That's beside the point. <laughs> It was three people. It was three average-sized Filipinos. Okay. So they were average over there. <laughs> Still, it takes talent. That's a hand, a hand, and a knee. That's a valid point. Don't shortchange him. Yeah. I just want to know how big they were. Like, that's, that's all I was thinking. Now I feel like next time I go back, I step my game up. Do it. So I can get some respect. Four. Like a big bush. No, we're going to go for six, three in each arm. A bushel of people. (laughs) You pray I'm just going to bear hug them all. Got them. I'm just saying, like, I I feel like I could catch Luke and Scarlett and Oliver, and I could say, I caught three people. So that's why I wanted to know how big they were. So this is the reason why it's important. Pray for me. This is why it's important. Important? (laughs) I can't even talk. It's important. It's important. This is why it's important to be planted where he tells you to be planted, because the joy just flows. It flourishes. <laughs> flourishes. How long have y'all been? All right, so wait a second. So go ahead, share. We're getting ready to jump in. You'll get Chick-fil-A. It's yeah. glorious. If you win. If you win. I'm glad you threw in that disclaimer. <laughs> share it. You'll get Chick-fil-A. Everybody's like, share, share, share. It's like there's chain mail things. If you share win. Share this and you'll get Chick-fil-A. You'll get It'll 20 blessings in 30 minutes. <laughs> I'm like, people like, if you love me, send this back to me. I'm like, smile. <laughs> I'm sorry. If you're going to put those standards on it, I guess I don't love you. Because I'm not sending it back to you. I love people that send you messages, but instead of sending they just wave at you. Yeah. So I just like to wave back. Yeah. And just see how far this goes. Just like, we're just going to keep it going. Hello. One day, Stephen Herbert and I were uh, doing uh, Instagram, and I did a story, and it had him in it. 
and you know when you share the story it like gets smaller and then so he shared it and so I was like well I'm gonna share it again and so I shared it so it got smaller I was like let's keep on going man <laughs> he eventually gave up I won so that's way to not be as committed Stephen yeah real good disappointed in you I was I wanted to see that thing down like post stamps inception of Instagram whoa <laughs> whoa this is gonna be a new game I'm serious Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it so, just got real. How long? So we're going to talk about being planted and flourishing. Share it. Whoever gets picked out of it, uh, sharing the people that share it gets a $20 gift card to Chick-fil-A. Just You're because a king at Chick-fil-A I was thinking this past week, I thought, you know what? I'd really like to give somebody, give a gift to somebody that shared it. So I thought about that and I said, okay. That's three chicken, egg and cheese bagels from Chick-fil-A. What is Priscilla doing? Priscilla sent me something. What'd you send Priscilla? A Chick-fil-A sandwich. A picture. Where'd you send it? Oh, there it is. Whoa. (laughs) What is, what is this? Oh, that's awesome. Oh. It's headgear for it was It was a conference headgear. Somebody stole so our idea. That's we should have patented that. All right, so how long have you been here at Boomerang? Going on six years. Really? Six, six years. I thought it was mm-hmm. five. No, six because we came right as Scarlet Apparently was turning one. I should have asked Barrett. Barrett, how long have you been here? Well, and you came <laughs> after me. Me and Jada just gotten married. When, when we started come? coming, because Scarlett was, she turned a year old when we started Boomerang, right at the beginning, because we came in like that October. You she came turned October. one in December. Okay. So this October will be six years. I didn't wow. realize that you came that soon after me. I thought you were like in the next year. That's awesome. Wow. So almost six years, and mm-hmm. yours was. Almost six years, too. Almost six years. Six in August. That's awesome. You're um, only six? Yeah. I know. I knew she was immature. (laughs) I'm telling you, your donations for cutting his chair don't have to be $10. Two. Two dollars. (laughs) Do I hear a quarter? One saw. Are we on the prices, right? I bid one dollar. One dollar. So, y'all have been here for six years, and and I've had the uh, pleasure of watching both of you just grow in the Lord, and uh, it's been awesome uh, for me. And, um, you know, one of the things that you've done, I, I think when you both came, both of you wanted to be doing the right thing, but at the same time, if we look back on it, you'd probably go, I didn't even know what the right thing was on certain issues, you know. And <laughs> most. <laughs> most. Most issues. <laughs> but yet, if you most just... If you just plant yourself, yeah. even if you don't know what to do, if you'll just plant yourself where God tells you to go, yeah. things change. And that's mm-hmm. what you're, you've experienced, both of you. And um, so there's the verse in uh, 1 Corinthians 12, 18, if somebody wants to write that down, uh, 1 Corinthians 12, 18, and I'll read it to you. I had it handy right here, so y'all have it handy too, apparently. Yep. But now God has placed the members, <coughs> each one of them in the body, just as he desired. So God has placed the members, each one of them, in the body just as he desired. So I, one thing about this verse, I, this is a verse that 
I've found most people don't know it's there, and if they do know that it's there, they don't really understand what it means, and they definitely don't live by it. Yeah. Is you know, God is the one who does the the planting or the placing, and He places you in the body where He desires, not not where we desire mm-hmm. or you desire, yeah. where He desires, which means. We don't get to choose. The only thing we get to choose is whether or not we're going to be obedient to the place and the planting that God has for us. And so we need to literally, and, and I tell people this, but I, I think, you know, in our society today, it's such a um, almost, almost democratic where people, everybody feels like they have a vote in things. But you have to understand that the kingdom of God is not a democracy. It's not where you get to vote on things. You get to choose to be willing and obedient. And if you're willing and obedient, you'll eat the good of the land. But they, they think that they have a vote. And what we see most people doing is saying, well, we're trying to find a church. Right. You know, we're trying to find a place where we feel comfortable. We're trying to find a place where the kids like, stuff like that. None of those things are reasons to be placed in the body of Christ. None of those. Um, the only thing that you really need to do is say, Lord, where do you want me to go? And then whatever he says, go there. You know, and uh, because he places the members in the body, um, we just choose to be obedient. And he has a perfect place. In other words, there's not three or four places that are available for you to check out and decide which one. There's one place. There's one place. And he knows what it is. So our job is to get in tune with him and hear that. But he places us and he has a place for us. And I know as a pastor, you know, you have this, um, you, you have this thing where you kind of want to see you know, you always want to see a lot of people in your church for yeah. the most part. I mean, that's something that you desire. However, and I know <laughs> I was tempted, especially as a, as a young pastor, you know, they walk in the door, I want everybody here. But I quickly learned that I don't want everybody here. Mm-hmm. I don't. I want the people that are supposed to be here. And yeah. the truth is there's probably more supposed to be here than are here. Absolutely. But it's because we go to the places that are comfortable to us. Mm -hmm. But when God is always, he always loves you. That means he disciplines those that he loves. He's always teaching us to go higher and increase. Our flesh is not going to be comfortable generally in the place where he tells us to go. Uh, Now we can put the flesh down and really find a comfort zone in the spirit. But in the flesh, you're not going to find that where God sends you because he's sending you there to grow you. And to grow you, you've got to stretch. I mean, I remember growing up, I would almost constantly have leg pain because it'd be growing pains where I was stretching and growing. And that's the way our flesh feels many times when we're in the right place. And so people are out here in America, they're looking for the, the place And God's got the place. Just seek Him, hear from Him, and then be obedient. But many people are not doing that. Mm -hmm. And and I know y'all probably seen the same thing, have you? Yes. (laughs) Oh, yeah. We were actually just talking about this last night at uh, Life Groups. Um, Miss Julia and Kevin was asking, at the end of the night, asking if anybody else, when they started coming to Boomerang, took a spiritual, like, jump. 
Yeah. And that's what one of the things we were talking about is, yeah, because when we got there, we knew that that's where we were supposed to be. And once you get planted where you're supposed to be, yeah. then that's when you can actually grow. You can't grow yeah. if you're not in the right field. Yeah. But it'll challenge, growing spiritually will challenge your flesh. Yep. And uh, it's not, if you are growing spiritually, it's not going to leave your flesh alone. It's nope. going to challenge it. Yep. And uh, I want to, let, let's quickly go to this verse too. It is uh, Psalms 92, 13. 92, 13 says this. Planted in the house of the Lord. Somebody please write that down on there. Uh, put it in the comments. Planted in the house of the Lord, they will flourish in the courts of our God. Yep. <clears throat> so when we plant ourselves in God's house, mm -hmm. in His body, where He places. So, <clears throat> and our planting is not, again, where we choose, it's where God chooses. We just choose to be obedient, to yep. hear and be obedient. And, uh, but when we plant ourselves, we'll flourish. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But if we are not planted, we don't flourish. Yeah. Uh, and the flourishing is based on our planting in the place where God... So I noticed as a young pastor that you know, many people came in, but I didn't want everybody here. And it wasn't that I was being mean. I just knew some people were not supposed to be here. And then some people were, but I didn't want somebody here and in the place of somebody else. Yeah. You know, I, that place, God's got a place for it. And, and it would become obvious to me, like, they're not supposed to be here. And, uh, and I wouldn't just assume that everybody that came through the door was. Uh, but many people, they don't realize that if they go, to, if you go to the place where your flesh is comfortable, you are literally in, you're missing the flourishing where you're supposed to be. Mm -hmm. And you're missing, uh, you're actually taking the place of somebody else. So you go to a place where God's not called you, you're standing in somebody else's position, basically yeah. stealing the seed from them as well. So you don't want to just go anywhere. You want to be planted. And if you found that place, then you plant yourself. And what does that mean? What does it look like? And so what does that mean to you guys? Well, I mean, planting yourself, in order to do that, you give yourself to the soil. So... For me, there was a lot that I grew up with um, in the type of church that I had grown up in and the environments that I'd been in where I had a lot of confusion in theology and doctrine and what was God and what wasn't God. And when I came here, I, for those of you that don't know, I moved from Maine just to come to the church um, because God called me here and I'd never been in the church once. <laughs> yeah, you moved before you'd ever attended a service. Ever. Yeah. <laughs> so I came and there was stuff like beyond my comfort zone. Um, <laughs> and I was not the best at receiving uh, any correction ever. <laughs> I didn't do great. I don't even need to look at that. Pastor and I'm sure he's smirking. Um, but like I'd see stuff that would stretch me and I'd get Can we hang out on that part nope. for a second? It, and... was, it was a lot of fun. <laughs> it would be like Hey, Barrett, I think you need to challenge this. I don't know what you're go, talking about. Okay, go. I would. I'd like book it. And then like I'd put my phone on silent and Pastor would try to call me. And I'm like, no. And then after a while, like the third ring, I'm like, no, I need to answer. 
whoa. It, it was bad. Like, I was bad. <laughs> so, like, I remember one It night, didn't have to be anything big either. No. It was just like, Did you like funny. the service? Nope. <laughs> and, but there was one night where I remember very specifically, Pastor was talking about a minister who I had only heard about, didn't really know him, and it challenged my theology, what I knew to be normal about God. And Pastor... Um, he gave me a lot of counsel on it and told me, you know, just be open to, to new things. Be open to the Holy Spirit to reveal what's real instead of what you've known is real. And it challenged me. But had I not, I would have missed out on so much. You've got to give yourself to the soil. You've got to submit yourself <clears throat> to your pastor. Like, no matter what, like your pastor's a gift over you. Like, if you don't submit yourself, you're missing out on such a crucial gifting that God's given you. Like being in the right place is everything. It's yeah, everything. It is. Yeah, it's in, it's important to be planted where you're supposed to be. It's like um, the way I see it is, you can't grow pineapples in the Arctic. Yeah. Why? Because the soil is not right for it. The environment's not right, right. for it. Though doesn't get enough sunlight. It doesn't. The temperature's not right. So if you pl try to plant yourself somewhere where you feel comfortable, right. that's not where you're going to receive your nutrients, so then you can't grow there. So it's important that it's not something to take lightly and just say, oh, yeah. well, I'm going to go to church this Sunday. I feel like this is the church I'm supposed to go to. But then six years later, right. yeah. you're still having the same struggles and all that. And that's like, I was, whenever I was younger, I went to a Baptist church in Mooresville, North Carolina loved the church, thought it was where I was supposed to be and everything, and I think I was like 19, 18 or 19, and went on a, <clears throat> like a, a youth retreat, and it felt like I had a call while I was down there, but when we got back, there was just issues and stuff that went on in the church, and I, that's when I realized that's not where I was supposed to be, but instead of submitting myself yeah. to God like I should have and asked him where I was supposed to go, I ran. And then yeah. that led me down a horrible path. And then luckily, I met you at the bank that day. Yeah. And then a couple months later, it changed everything. Yeah. Like, yeah. And it's because when we walked in the door, I had that assurance, this is where you're supposed to be. Yeah. yeah. So then, even though there was times when I didn't like certain things, yeah. but we pushed through it and kind of okay, well, we're not going to let that get us out of where we're supposed to be. Yeah. And everything kind of dealt with it. Yeah. It started, it's like the pruning was happening. So then yeah. it was like, okay, okay, yeah. next level, next level kind of thing. And that's, that's why it's important to be, and purpose yourself to be where you're called to be, not where you feel you're supposed to be. Well, I mean, and you think about it here, who hasn't ever been burned or hurt by a church in some, like, I Everybody don't know anybody. Has. Yeah, everybody has. And so many people For the most part, yeah. will take that as an excuse to like yeah. leave church or to just be where they're comfortable or where they're at with their families. And comfort's a killer because if you're in an environment where you're just comfortable, you're never growing. And if you don't grow, like if you can't change and grow, like you're never going to hit the higher things of God. So, so many people will take being hurt by a church, mm -hmm. being hurt by a church or what leadership and they'll not submit themselves they won't plant themselves they'll just be wherever their flesh feels okay because they're yeah. scared and they've never experienced what a 
true shepherd, what a true, truly being planted looks like, it's, it's fear and it keeps them. Yeah, and, and we want to, I want to really talk about flourishing. I want to talk about how you can flourish because there's some specifics that we'll talk about, but you had, did you have something? Yeah, I was just saying like when you were talking about being comfortable, yeah. well, comfortable is lukewarm. Yep. And we yeah. all know what the word says about being lukewarm. He'll spew you out of his yeah. mouth. Yeah, yeah. That's not where you want to be. Yeah. Like, you know, in that verse it, in uh, Revelation, it talks about, <clears throat> I'd rather you be hot or cold, mm-hmm. but don't be lukewarm. Mm-hmm. In other words, you know, I kind of always looked at it as lukewarm being the middle ground mm-hmm. and like not the worst. Like cold was the worst and lukewarm was second, you know, second best, best was hot. Mm-hmm. But that's not what that verse says. It literally says, and by the full counsel of the word, being hot for God is yeah. first. Being cold and not for God at all is second. Mm-hmm. Lukewarm is the worst. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I was like, Lord, why is that? And here's the thing. If you have a bathtub of water and it's ice cold or it's steaming hot, it draws you to a decision point. It draws mm-hmm. you to a place where you have to make a choice. Which way am I going? Yeah. Right? So that's the thing. You can get around somebody, I mean, who's just completely anti-God or somebody who is all out God, Mm -hmm. and they're going to draw you to a decision. Mm -hmm. I'm going to choose who I'm going to be. I'm going to either be a fanatic against him or I'm going to be a fanatic for him. But if you're lukewarm, you don't draw, you don't don't really do anything. You just let people sit. Here's, if you're lukewarm... You're doing the devil's job for them because nobody's coming to a decision. Yeah. And, yep. um, and a church that always leaves you sitting there and comfortable is not doing you any favors. Yep. Mm-hmm. So, and that's, but when we're talking about you flourishing, one of the keys of you flourishing is that you're planted. Yeah. So one of the um, verses that we were looking at is, is this. Uh, let's see here. Uh, John 12, 24, it says, Truly, truly, I say to you, unless a grain of wheat falls into the earth and dies, it remains alone. But if it dies, it bears much fruit. Yeah. So, in other words, uh, how is a seed going to be planted unless it dies to itself? Yep. Right? A seed cannot correctly be planted and therefore flourish unless it dies to itself. So it, a person, when they go to a church, they need to give themselves yeah. mm-hmm. to the vision of that church yeah. or else they're not planted. And uh, I, you know, that is totally not the way we think in America because over 10 years of ministry, I mean, people leave at the drop of a hat yeah. and don't, don't say goodbye, you know, un, unfriend us on Facebook, do all kinds of stuff. And I, I mean not even call or talk to, you know, mm-hmm. recently I, I ran into somebody I haven't seen since they left the church. I reached out, out to them and they never, I never heard back from them. I'm like, what? Family doesn't do that. Yeah. What is the deal? And, right. and it, you know, it wasn't like they had a problem. It was just in America, we don't, we don't give ourselves to one another. We're not committed to that. Mm-hmm. But if you're planted and therefore flourishing, yeah. you are committed to the people. You're committed yeah. to that soil. If you plant yourself and then dig yourself up, that's not planted. You're not going to flourish. And so you have to give yourself to that soil. And it's, it's very, very important. Yeah. 
Like, if you continue to uproot yourself, I think of, like, I don't garden, but in the event I garden. Um, you know, if I continue to dig up a plant that's been planted by someone other than me that's alive and thriving, and I bring it up and I replant it, and then I dig it up and I replant it, and I dig it up and I replant it, even if the plant survives, it's going to be damaged. It's not going to be the fullness of what it could be because in, in that process, you can cut roots. Like, yeah. certain things can fall off. Like, it, the plant, it doesn't end up becoming what it was called to become had it yielded itself to the original soil. And, uh, like, covenant is so important. Yes. Covenant's yes. huge. And so many people think, like, church attendance is just, well, I'm there on a Sunday. No, when you're planted, you're in covenant. You're in yes. covenant with your yeah. pastor. You're yeah. in covenant wait, with wait. you. So when the seed dies to yeah. the soil, it enters a covenant mm -hmm. with that place, yeah. with <clears throat> that place where it's yeah. planted. Yeah. That's a great word. Like, it, it's everything. And not just with your pastor. You're in covenant with the body. Like, Paul yeah. is not just, like, my brother that I talk about wanting to, like, knock off a chair. Like, Paul is... In, uh, we're in covenant with each other. Our families are in covenant with each other. If Paul needs something, we're there. Like if pastor needs something, we support it. The body is unified mm -hmm. and covenant isn't just a decision that you turn on and turn off. It's a lifelong decision. And, yeah. and it's not God that every month or two, your covenant changes. No, covenant's forever. Mm -hmm. Like mm -hmm. it's eternal. Yeah. And I had I had think about this as far as the roots go. I had recently a, a plant that I need it needed to move from a smaller pot to a bigger one. Sure. I know that you have to handle that gently. You you don't you do it easy. You yeah. you make there's things that I know that because I know that when you transplant it, that's one of the most dangerous times for that plant. Yeah. So I'm handling it as gentle as I can, and it still died. Yeah. And it was like, I knew to do that. I understood. And that's why it's dangerous when somebody is jumping all around. And many times we see people, you know, and they'll, over the past 10 years, they've been at three or four different churches. And, you know, it's almost always, well, the church did this, the church did that, and church did that. Eventually, you got to say, you know, there's one common denominator. <laughs> I guarantee you all those churches operated differently. The common denominator is... It's not you. It's me. me. <laughs> it's definitely you. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> our, our shout out to Rhett and Link. I like that song a lot. Um, anyway, it's... Uh, they, you've got to start seeing, okay, wait a minute, maybe this is me. And, yeah. But that's what humility does. Yeah. But think about this. When the storms come, if you don't have roots that go deep and wide, then you're going to get tossed around and you're yeah. going to blow over and your, your life's going to get upset. But the only way that you can have roots that are deep and wide is that if you give yourself to that yeah. planting. So you can't. You can't constantly uproot. Yeah. You can't always, you know, shake the covenant yep. and expect for those roots to be strong. Right. They're going to be loose. It'll be easy to fall over when the storms blow. Yeah. You're going to get knocked down. It's going to be a harder life. Yep. But if you will give, if you are in the place where you know that God has placed me in this body, in this church. If you know that God has placed you in the planting of the Lord, in that place, 
then you say, okay, I know God's given me here. I'm here to stay. Even if things upset me, uh, you don't get it right, I'm going to work through it. And we were talking not too long ago in men's group how, you know, people want uh, the like first the first century church, mm-hmm. but somebody was bringing up to me. It might have been Pastor Shannon uh, from the river, but he was saying how the first uh, century church. The issue was they couldn't just go in their car and go down twenty miles to another church. They had to figure out how to work together. Mm-hmm. What were they doing? They were establishing covenant. Yeah. That's what makes relationships strong. That's what makes roots strong is when it faces a situation and comes through together. Mm-hmm. You know, we've, we've all, we've faced situations mm-hmm. together sure. and we've come through over mm-hmm. those sure. six years. You know, that's what makes the relationship strong. You know, that's what makes us have each other's back. Yeah. It makes it when the storms now come, we're like, nah, he'll stand with me. Mm-hmm. You know, Paul will stand with me. Bear will stand with me. Pastor will stand with me. That's what makes it strong is because yeah. that covenant is there and the devil tries to uproot. It's like, no, nah, uh, no, no. Well, what I think about too is if you're planning in the right place, say like um, if, you're, if you're a good gardener and you've got... I don't know what that's like. <laughs> you've got different plants. Well, sometimes, you know, you can, you can clip plants. That's how you have different hybrid like trees now where you... One side of the tree is this color, one side is that color. Or if you're planted where you're supposed to be, then that pastor, that minister knows what you bring to the table yep. yes. and what somebody else could be lacking. And he could pull you yes. into with that person to where what you got, you can help that person grow in that area when that person, where that person's at can help you grow in this area. So yeah. that's why it's important to be planted where you are because the minister of where you're planted knows your strengths, your weaknesses, and where you need to grow and can put you around the people that can help you grow in that area. Yeah. Because, like, we're all part of the body. Well, what gives the body without an arm? Yeah. Okay, well, to get, to strengthen your chest, you need both your arms, right? Yeah. So you can't just have one person in the body that's an arm. So if you got somebody over here, then you can say, okay, well, let's put these two together and let them strengthen each other. And rise yeah. to another point, and that's why it's important to be planted where you're supposed to be. That way, you can grow to your full potential that you're supposed yeah. to, with the people that surround you. Because yeah. you, it's not just about you growing; you help other people grow too. Because you bring stuff to the table that they might not have, just like they that's bring right. stuff yep. that you Every don't have. Every joint supplying. Yeah. Yep. And so many people don't esteem what they bring to the table. Um, they think the church is—it's okay if I'm not there because they're like hundred other people that are there but you bring a supply yes and you're yes, a vital yes. part to what the body is like you know if I wasn't here there would be something lacking and boomerang because I'm called here right. so mm-hmm. even if I wasn't here the church would still continue and things would still happen but yeah. there would be a lack because I wouldn't be that's here. right that's right we got about uh, 10 minutes left today <laughs> before we uh, finish up but Hey, go go ahead and share it. There's people that need to flourish in life. And in order to flourish, they've got to be planted in the right place. But, you know, today there's a big, uh, it's, I want to talk about, uh, you know, do I need to go to church to worship God? And I want to talk about vision and destiny for you. Because you can't flourish if you're not fulfilling God's plan Mm -hmm. for you and, and fulfilling your own personal destiny. But where you're planted has a lot to do with that. 
But uh, the first thing is you, there's a lot of people saying, well, I don't need church to have a relationship <laughs> with God. <laughs> It's true. You don't need church to have a relationship with God. However, your relationship will not be what it needs to be without it because he's already commanded that you don't forsake that. Mm -hmm. and, uh, but God gave me this. You know, a plant doesn't necessarily need the soil to have a relationship with the sun, but very quickly, by, the, by God's design, it won't last long if it doesn't have mm -hmm. both. Yeah. By God's design, it needs a relationship with the sun and with the soil yeah. where it's planted. That's God's design, and that's the same way it is in church. His design is for us to have a relationship with Him personally, but also corporately. Yeah. And and you're and here's you got to understand: we're not going to flourish the way that we should until we're planted in the house of the Lord. So we've got to get there, but we're not a bunch of islands. No, no. And you know, it's a part of, you know, Jesus even said, "Hey, we're supposed to abide together just like he and the Father are in unity, mm -hmm. then they're one. We're supposed to be one. How can you be one if you never come together? How can you be one if you never go through things together? How can you be one?" And he says, "When you become one, he said, then the world will believe yeah. that you sent me, Father, yeah. and, and God will be glorified. But how can that ever happen if we're just sitting at home having a relationship with God by ourselves? That's not the design of God. That's not his way, and his ways are holy. Yeah. So one of, one of the most beautiful things that I've seen about being planted and talking about being flourished, our heart for you is for you to flourish. Yeah. Wherever you are in the world, that you would flourish in yeah. the things of God. But in order to flourish, you've got to be in your place. Yeah. And to be in your place, you need to hear from God and then be obedient to that. And, uh, but in that, in that, one of the things that you see is if a seed it falls to the ground and is planted where God places it, you notice that the seed has no, uh, the seed doesn't have any wings of its own to fly over here after God throws it. Like God threw you into the field and he knows where you want to plant. Right. You're not guiding it like, you know, pull out a wing and be like, no, don't land over there. Let's go to this church over here. I, don't, I didn't like the way that they... They got how better worship. Yeah, they got better <laughs> worship. Or they got the joy over there, and that makes me feel weird, you know. Um, that guy falls face first. He I don't falls like face that. first, yeah. Uh, so a lot of times people are, you know, they're trying to make their own choice on where it goes. No, the seed takes its lead from the sower, yeah. and that's it. And the seed doesn't affect the air in any way. It takes its lead from the sower. So when we're planted, it falls into the ground. Now watch this. Every field has a purpose and a fruit that it is designed to produce. Oh, so good. Every field <laughs> has a purpose and a fruit. And who decides who, what that fruit is or what, that, what it is? That's the farmer. The farmer decides... Here's what's going to grow this year. Now, if the farmer is doing his job right, he's asking the Lord, what do I plant this year in that mm -hmm. field? In other words, every body of Christ has its own vision. Now, if I am in my field in Boomerang Church, 
if the vision, just using you know, vegetables or fruit, let's say that the vision is for me to plant corn that year, and you decide, nah, I don't want to be corn. I'm in this field, but I'm going to be a lima bean. Because I'm not corny. I, <laughs> Wow. There's another pastor that, told that joke. I told you. That, that really did, didn't it? I told you. When she told me no joke that day, <laughs> since then, it was like imparted. I keep getting these like one-liners. Well, stop. if you decide, think about this. If you are in a field of corn, think about it. It, it grows up tall. It's, it cuts out mm-hmm. the sun for the lower thing. If you, if you are the wrong if you try to bring your own vision into that, your vision's never going to be what it should be. Yeah. But if you say, I'm going to listen, I, see, it's not the seed's job to determine what they're producing. Yeah. The seed's job is to determine that I will be obedient to the planting and I will raise and grow up what yeah. the vision of the field is. So this is one thing that's very important. When we give ourselves to the vision of the field, our destiny will then come into manifestation. Yeah. Your destiny, the destiny that God has for you, is completely tied into yeah. how well you're planted and what kind of fruit. It doesn't matter what you think you're supposed to do. This is where God placed me, and this is what he, God has told the farmer to produce in right. that field. Our job is to line up with that. And as long as it's not breaking morals, we should basically say, okay, yes, let's go do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, so let's say we're doing an outreach and, and we're going and we're doing flyering and we're, we're putting flyers out and everything. And what you, you know, I'll, I'll go win souls and I'll go to church and I'll go to, you know, some teaching stuff, but I'm just not about flyering. That's not just, that's just not me. That's you trying to be a llama bean. Don't be a llama bean. Hashtag, don't be a llama bean. Glory to God. <laughs> That's one of my favorite things. I wish we could do that all the time. I feel like when you do that, we, I we picture can. Sammy Sosa. Remember Sammy Sosa used to be do the... Yeah. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Way to bring sports Don't in. be a llama bean. He was a Cubs hey, player. Hey, you so know you somebody go. that needs to hear this. Share this, <laughs> yeah. please. Everybody who shares it within the first 24 hours from Wednesday at noon to Thursday at noon. Chick-fil-A. You're going to be putting the drawing. I want to give something away. $20 gift certificate to Chick-fil-A. And everything at Chick-fil-A is glorious. Glorious. It's glorious. (laughs) She said leave the singing to you. (laughs) So... If you're, if you're looking for your destiny, see, there's a ton of people going, Lord, what, what am I supposed to do? Go plant yourself in a church and give yourself to that mm-hmm. vision, and you'll, you'll see it. Watch this verse now. With that in mind, look at this verse, Luke 16, 12. If you have not been faithful in the use of that which is another's, who will give you that which is your own? That's a toast dumper. If you haven't been faithful with the vision where you're planted, God's not going to give you your own vision. And if you do have a vision, it's a counterfeit. Any comments? (laughs) I, I don't know how the... But God wants you to have your own vision. But how do you get it? You go... Plant yourself. You hear from God where he's placed you. Plant yourself 
and all of a sudden you'll start to flourish. You give yourself to that vision that God has given the farmer of that field, the pastor of that body. Give yourself mm -hmm. to that vision, whatever it needs to be. And then you'll start to receive it. And just not too long ago, I remember there was a lady here at the church and she had all these dreams of doing this and that and everything else. And finally she got it about a couple of years ago and she went, she just didn't know that the vision here was bigger than what she could see. Yeah. You know, there were pieces of it I hadn't released yet. I started releasing a little bit more. And finally, she got, she went, oh, I can do everything God's called me to do right here in my church. And I'm like, yes, yeah. you can. <laughs> yes, you can. It's yeah. even bigger than what you think right now. Yeah. But anyway, that's the thing. See, when you give yourself to that planning, your own provision will start to come mm -hmm. in. And here's what I found is the people who don't give themselves to the vision and don't give themselves to the field where they're planted, they, they put themselves in the position where they're fighting the will of God. Yes. And when you're fighting the will of God, you're not going to have peace in your life and you're not going to have fullness of joy. You can have moments of it, but if you're fighting the will of God, like you're putting yourself in opposition to him That's right. and mm -hmm. that it, it doesn't produce the level that God wants your life to be at. Like he wants it full of joy yeah. and he wants it full of grace and love and just all good and perfect yeah. things. And they come as you're obedient to everything that he's called you to do, including where you're planted. Like it's vital to your happiness. It's vital to flourishing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Get in alignment with him. Amen. And he's he's got so much good for you. Well, and I'm, I'm watching, Nicole and I are watching you guys, and your life is just starting to flourish, and it's because you've decided, hey, this is my place. I'm planting myself here. And as you've done that, things have just started to open up, and y'all have only seen the beginning mm -hmm. of yeah. it. It's just awesome to watch. And so, listen, it's not that God wants us to be irritated or upset. He <laughs> wants us flourishing. He wants you yeah flourishing in the things uh, that he has planned, in the destiny he has. He's got good plans for you and not plans for calamity, mm -hmm. but for you to fare well, to give you a future and a hope. That's what he's got for you. But you have to do it in his way. Yeah. His way is holy, yeah. and he's already determined these things. He's given you a place in a body of believers. Your job is to hear, be obedient, and plant yourself. And when you do, and give yourself to the vision of that church, all of a sudden, it just starts to come alive. And it's so easy, actually, but people make it hard because everybody feels like they got to have their own thing. Forget that. Mm -hmm. It's when you give yourself to God's plan that he'll actually give you what is yours. Be a good steward with his. Yes, amen. It's kind of like when you're plowing, like back in the day when they actually plowed fields with horses. Yeah. Horses had blinders on. Why? Yes. Ooh, so they good. forget everything. They don't see what else is going on yes. except for the vision that the the farmers put in front of them. Good. That's good. So that way they ignore, they don't get startled when cars come flying down yeah. the road. Yeah. They're focused on where the farmer has their head pointed and where they're supposed to go. That's yeah. good. That's good. Well, we just thank you for joining us today. Hey, share it. You know somebody that you that needs to flourish. We love you. Share. What did you do? I pushed share. the share button. Oh. <laughs> everybody, everybody called up with that. Yeah, it's good. <laughs> The universal sign for sharing. <laughs> hey, where's the share button on this video, Paul? Is it? I think right? it's. I think it's over here. 
That's the X. <laughs> it's down there. I feel like I'm doing a disco now. If it's down here, oh. I'll win. Oh, 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 <laughs> <laughs> hey, we love you guys. Father, I just ask right now, let your wisdom fall on everybody that's here in this. Lord, let them see so clearly where their place is and strengthen them with all might to give themselves to the soil where they're planted so that your vision can come to pass in their lives. Lord, let them flourish in the courts of heaven because they are planted in the house that you've given them to. We love you and we praise you, Father. In Jesus' name, amen. Hey, amen. thanks for joining us. We love you. Have a great one. We'll talk to you later. Hey, share it. I want to give away the gift card. We'll choose somebody out of the uh, shares on Facebook, I guess. And hashtag donate for fall for the gospel. So if you want to donate and see Paul fall out, any amount of money, any amount. I feel like you're, you're, you're playing off of what? No, never mind. Nope. I don't know what you're talking about. Nope. I'm submitting to the vision that Pastor just executed on Facebook. We love y'all. Bye-bye. Share Bye. it. See you later. Bye-bye.